kindling? Kindling, yeah. Kindling. Like a fire is kindling. Oh, see, that will throw me off because I would have said kindling. kindling. It is like kindling, but it's, yeah, oh, it's, it's like an Irish surname. I'm thinking like kinder chocolate. And everyone always puts an R in it, like kindergarten. Oh, kinder, but, yeah. Oh. yeah. Kindling. Kindling. Yeah. Kindling. Kindling. Oh, like an Irish little we to... <laughs> No, it's Well, not. that's staying in. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the CrossFit Buff Podcast. I'm but... here with Megan Kindling. If you want to know how to say that with a, a nice little Irish accent, just jump back a few seconds. Um, but Megan, you're not you're not Irish. Not officially, no. Like our lineage is Irish, but it's like five generations ago. So yeah. <laughs> everyone in America is a little bit Irish. So Every, I was going to say, yeah. particularly certain days of the year, they're all very well, exactly, Irish. Exactly. <laughs> but everybody, you may be like, yeah, I'm like one sixteenth Irish, or my grandma was in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> my, my grandmother saw a postcard of Ireland once. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's Irish. Okay. We, we actually did do our family tray and like we've got our immigration records and everything into Chicago. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, Meg, welcome to the podcast. Now, you know, before we get onto these wonderful tangents about Ireland and the USA and, <laughs> and CrossFit as well, we might talk about that. Oh, yeah, probably is that what we're doing? something okay. we should mention. But you know how important it is that we warm up first. So Absolutely. I'm going to have to throw out some classic warm-up questions for you first one being peanut butter <laughs> crunchy smooth or covered in chocolate mm. i think it depends on the context you're using it well so. i've asked you the question so i'm gonna let you create <laughs> the context that will then deliver the answer that, sure. you, that you want well if i'm spreading it on toast or a bagel crunchy right if i'm baking with it i prefer smooth okay and i mean chocolate covered peanut butter is like staple isn't it so can i say all three you're gonna say all three I'm yeah say why all three, not yeah i will work on the principle that we've had people that have rejected all three oh, no. so therefore theoretically somebody can take all three. Oh, perfect um, balance it out yeah yeah what, well, what we can do is we'll go back through the past guests we'll work out who didn't <laughs> want smooth and who didn't want crunchy and who didn't want covered in chocolate and you can just have the leftovers yeah basically. we can we can go out together and yes what's your uh, instagram handle uh, Mermaid Mags 19. Yeah. That's my personal one, yeah. Yeah, so I thought I would ask you what's the best sea creature? <laughs> what's the best? Oh, well. As a mermaid, I'm assuming you know. <laughs> I am a mermaid, yes. Um, my personal favorite's an octopus. That would be like my my go-to like sea buddy. Is that because of the way they look or the intelligence factor or? What, Definitely what? the intelligence factor. Um, they're, you know, they're predatory so they could... Um, you know, keep me safe if something was coming towards me. And they're, um, yeah, they're just really cool creatures all around. I saw them eat a crab at an aquarium in Cornwall. Oh, did uh, you? We went down and they were telling us, and they told us about this octopus that had managed to escape multiple times and all of that. And yeah. It was, yeah, it was really, um, but oh. like just watching it like parachute down yeah. and grab this crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was one of those things where they put the crab in and it was like skittering along and like everybody's watching, everyone's watching. And that is where you realize a lot of people don't have patience <laughs> because Absolutely. they got bored and walked away. <laughs> but I'm like, if I'm already 10 minutes in, you got to come in. Yeah, I'm staying now. Yeah. I'm, that, that was a wasted 10 minutes if I walk away. <laughs> so we stayed and yeah, saw it and it was good. Yeah, it was very well cool. worth it. Have you ever seen the thing on Netflix, My Octopus Teacher? I haven't. No, uh, that's really good. Really but I heard a lot of people watch that and then they were like, I can't eat octopus anymore. I mean, I don't really like it anyways. I prefer squid over anything, so. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, you, he's your best friend, the octopus. Well, You're yeah. Eat, right? 
now we mentioned it's interesting how many things are tying together now so we've mentioned <laughs> that um and if people haven't guessed from the accent mm-hmm. that you're not from bath locally are you you're, no, no i'm not i've been from here Rastop. five years no you're uh, <laughs> you're from the united states yes so you've been living here five years you said i've been living in bath for five, bath years, five yeah. years yeah so is there anything because i know when you when you live abroad, i lived abroad for many years and there's a lot of things that you're like oh i just miss things being done this way that way the other but quite often you'll discover something and you'll be like why don't we do this mm. back home Ooh, yeah is there anything you've discovered that you just think this is a much better way of doing this why don't we do this back home oh or what would be the one thing you would take back you would force all americans to now do it oh the british goodness. way that is such a good question no one's ever asked me that it's always the other way around like what do you miss from america and stuff yeah well yeah it's too easy um Honestly, okay, for me personally, I just got my license in July after a couple years of trying. The pandemic kind of dragged that out. I never realized how bad American, especially Arizona drivers, which is where I'm from, how bad they actually are, how unaware we are about things around us because there's so much space. I was going to say, you've got massive roads. We have massive roads. Everybody drives automatics. Uh, Yeah, which is great. I drive an automatic here. Manuals are for suckers. No offense. Um, I would definitely kind of, I mean, I think the test here is a bit, it's, it's a bit harder than it should be, but it's really easy in America and driving is really easy there. Maybe so. too easy. Maybe too easy. Um, so yeah, I would maybe take back some of the more common sense skills that you have to have to drive here in America. I'm probably the best driver in Arizona when I go back there now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I'm the king of these roads. Basically. I'm just like, everyone else here has a death wish. So yeah, well. Maybe you'll become like too afraid when you start driving around there. You'll be like, oh, <laughs> because you'll suddenly see all these dangers that you didn't see before. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, I wish I never, I wish I never knew. Yeah, I'm definitely more judgmental on the road. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> final warm up question. Okay. And I think you know what this is going to be because it's always my final warm up question. <laughs> and that is when we make the CrossFit Buff movie mm-hmm. and we have your arrival, your international arrival, who are you choosing to play you? Oh, yeah. That, you know what? I did think about this when I was listening to Rosie's podcast. I'm like, who would I pick? Um, I mean, I, I've always really admired Drew Barrymore, and I got compared to her look-wise when I was younger. Yeah. And we're similar ages now. I think she's 10 years older than me or something. So I would love to pick her. <laughs> we're similar ages. She's about 10 years older than me. That's... Something like that. I think she's in her 40s. I mean, Hollywood sure. 10 years, you know, is... <laughs> I think um, I would still be playing like a 12-year-old in, in a Hollywood film. Yeah, or, you know. probably. <laughs> so, um, I could definitely skew younger, I think. But yeah, I don't know if we would have the budget to afford you very much. Oh, yeah. But... We're bringing oh, people back from the dead. Is We've it? got um, oh, time travel involved oh, okay. at this point. I'm pretty sure we can we can get Drew Barrymore in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. That's good. Just things dead or alive. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. 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 We've had people that aren't actors. We've had... Hmm. One of the best picks we had was um, Sam Pullen when he was on... He just picked another member of of um, CrossFit Trowbridge because oh they could do a good impression of him. Oh, nice! I mean, that's a, that's really flattering for that person. Yeah. <laughs> if if they listen to the podcast, maybe they don't if listen they to the do. podcast. I'd send him a link. <laughs> so I've been doing my own casting. Yeah. And it's tricky for you because we've never <laughs> spoken, or I think even met in person before today. I maybe think we passed each other like in class, but you kind of come to the later yes. ones. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I like the late night. Yeah. I feel by 8 p.m. I've warmed up yeah, so I can finally move. <laughs> but the little I do know about you, and, and I think it's already kind of improving through the small brief chat we've had yeah. pre-pod and on-pod. 
you know, you're quite quite funny. That's the oh, impression I get. I'm going to pick Kat Dennings. Ooh. Is that all right? Is yeah, okay? I think that's, that? that's great. Yeah, go. I'm totally on board with that. Yeah, so she's been in some Marvel movies. She's in what, um, Two Broke Girls, something like Bake It. You see, it's coming back to the baking as well. Absolutely. There we go. Yeah, I'll totally, I, yeah. Okay, I'm glad you're happy with that. 100%. That's very complimentary. <laughs> I try to be. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> if I was like, and I'm casting you, do you know that weird character actor that does all those weird characters? I think you should That's have like should a really good one and then one that may, yeah. might be borderline offensive. I think that would be great. Yeah. Oh, I should just alternate between guests. Yeah. To like really <laughs> read the room, really say. praise one. And then the next one be like, you you can be this horrible person that nobody likes. Yeah. Oh, no I offense. like that. So Okay, normally I ask people like, you know, how did you get into CrossFit? Where did you first find it? I mean, yeah. first of all, I'm curious, how long have you been doing CrossFit? Because mm-hmm. that will then direct the following questions. How long have you been doing CrossFit? I started CrossFit in April. In April? Mm-hmm. You hadn't done it before then? No. So you're an American. Yeah. From the land of CrossFit. I know. That found CrossFit in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's good because it's eliminated about 50% of the questions I may have asked okay. that were all about kind of, you know, what was your experience of uh, coming to the UK and doing CrossFit here compared yeah. to CrossFit in the States? Because I have opinions and I'd like them to be validated. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny enough, I just went back to the States in September and I had every intention. I actually contacted a box by my family's house and I wanted to go and train there so I could exactly compare that. But I injured my shoulder and I just wasn't able to go and I was really bummed. So... Yeah, the next time I go, I next will report back. Yeah, let me know. Because I, do I say, do I say this? Do I, do I put it out there? I mean, obviously you've got, I, I, you know what it is? It's that CrossFit started in, in, in the, yeah, in the States mm-hmm. and you've got more boxes there than kind of anywhere else. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a good thing because the more you have of something, the harder it is to kind of quality control Absolutely, what's there. Yeah. So I think you've obviously got incredible places where you can go in America to do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But you're also going to have a lot of worse places that su- that will still survive. I think like within the UK, especially with the size of the UK, mm-hmm. if you've got a bad box, it's, it, you know, people are going to know and it's not going to kind of survive. But in, in the States, you know, if the next box is a four hour drive and it's a tiny little town and there's only so many people there and they don't really have anyone to compare and contrast with. I feel like it kind of sneaks through. That's true. I think when I was, when I was having like a look on like the CrossFit websites and stuff, I mean, there was three within a 10 minute drive of my parents' house. So I felt like maybe in Phoenix is where my parents are from and where I'm from. um, There was almost like a plethora of choices. Whereas like if you kind of go outside like the main city suburb area there's nothing like out in the boonies so maybe you might be really spoiled for choice but if you're far away you have to really come in and i think there are some some pretty big names that train in arizona as well so Mm -hmm. there's going to be a couple of boxes again they're going to have you know oh yeah very recognizable athletes that that Mm -hmm. that sort of garners you a little bit more kind of um, prestige to your box and then perhaps you feel like oh in that case i need to put in a little bit more effort make sure everything is clean and tidy and running well because mm-hmm. who knows maybe people will swing by in the chance that they'll bump into That's this athlete true, kind yeah. of thing um so interesting yeah i've got no basis for this i've never <laughs> never been to america i've got no no plans to go anytime soon but oh, you know you should put it on your list it's, i mean there's plenty of places to go but 
Yeah, it's, yeah. It's there's very, po- very there's plenty of places to go. Yeah, yeah. And, and they all cost a lot of money. Yeah, so, that's um, yeah. And it's you know I gotta get Once tickets for everyone. Yeah, so. I mean I, I I get a free place to stay when I'm there, so <laughs> it makes yeah. it a lot easier. Well, maybe I do too. I don't know. I haven't asked. Hey, you know, we I'll gotta make house. <laughs> Dude, my mom like they my parents are great. Like they just they, they love to have anybody over. So well, they'll have listened to this. They'll yeah. be like, oh, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> oh, they're gonna be so excited. I'm gonna send him a link. They're like, you were on a podcast. He's a celebrity now. Don't you know how hard it is no. to get on a podcast or make a podcast? Right? It's not very hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my mom just got on Instagram, so she does oh, not she? know technology very well. Love you, mom. <laughs> yeah. If you can hear this. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you've managed to download it. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll teach him how to download a podcast. It'll be great. Great. Well, listen to it first. Make sure you're happy with it and then teach him how to download it. Okay. How did you find CrossFit then? Well, um, when I moved to Bath, I uh, decided to kind of really go outside my comfort zone, and um, I'd always wanted to compete in, like, triathlons. My dad did them, like, a long time ago, and um, I did, like, competitive swimming in in high school and college, and not much of a runner or a cyclist, but I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. Like, I've done park runs and everything. Never really been on a bike. So you've got, like, one of the three elements you need. You're kind of like, I'm pretty confident with one of the three, and I'm pretty (laughs) sure the other two are are not as important. Well, I had this idea in my head that like most people aren't strong swimmers and they would struggle with that. And I was like, well, I'm a strong swimmer. Cool. Like I'll have an advantage and I'll figure out the rest. What I didn't realize was swimming is like the shortest part of the race. Because most people are not good at it. Well, this is the, this is it. (laughs) So, um, yeah, uh, you know, I'd I'd be one of the first people out of the pool, but then as soon as I'm on the bike and after transition, zoom, 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 I'm getting past very quickly. But, um, I, I, I joined the local triathlon club and uh like did my first race after about five six months and just really loved it loved the challenge uh so i was in that club for a couple years and i'm still officially in that club Uh, i haven't quit them yet (laughs) um uh but they introduced like a strength and endurance session a couple years ago so we started doing that a couple times a week and i just absolutely loved like proper weightlifting and like the progression and just all of this like what was involved um and i was actually pretty good at it compared to like the cycling and the running aspect of it because I'm not very fast um so then kind of when COVID hit um we couldn't train in the pool and we weren't allowed to run with each other and we weren't allowed to cycle you know lifting weights kind of was what we could do um and uh just decided to try CrossFit um and yeah I really really like it Still like it. Still I still happy. like it. Absolutely. Now that you can swim and you can <laughs> cycle and run with other people, you're, you're sticking with CrossFit. You've not decided to abandon it now that you can go back and, and swim in a pool again? No, I think uh, with triathlon, um, like obviously I started out doing the sprint races and then um, I started doing the Olympic distance races, which is kind of like the middle distance. Not It's not the middle distance, but it's the next one after the sprint. And then after you do the Olympic, the next one up is the half Ironman which is a bigger commitment and a lot longer of a distance, especially the run. It's a half marathon at the end of the swim in the cycle, which is just a little, <laughs> I don't know. I just wasn't super interested in that distance. So kind of accomplishing all those things, it's like, well, what's next? So kind of looking into CrossFit and seeing the competitions that they do, I'm like, hmm, maybe that's my next goal. Like, let me try that. Let me work towards that. So are you working, is that your goal? Are you here working towards the idea that you'd like to compete, you'd like to, you know, jump in on a go have you, have you competed in CrossFit? no no not no, at all no. not even close <laughs> not, even, not even close not say. even close <laughs> not yet but um I, yeah i think when i come back in the new year um definitely i'm gonna set my sights on some sort of competition I, you know it's been great to kind of see 
a lot of other people competing these past few months, and I'm hopefully going to come along and watch the SIDS on Sunday yeah. um, and get an idea of that. So, yeah. Which will have been like two weeks ago as of this being released. Uh, yeah, sorry, so yeah. it was fun, right? I'm <laughs> it, glad you were able to make it. It was <laughs> nice seeing you there. Yeah, it was wonderful. Nice. I enjoyed my time. <laughs> um, okay. No, that's interesting just because it's sort of funny, isn't it, how like you fall into a... Were you always very competitive then? Because, you know, you you sort of like, oh, I'm going to try triathlons and then mm-hmm. of you, you sort of like... I, I, I don't know. I feel maybe traveling is a bit different from like running, just running. But I kind of feel like with running, people tend to sort of be like, I'm just going to run. And, and and quite often they'll hit a, maybe it's a 5K, maybe it's a 10K. And it's kind of like, I'm going to re- kind of keep doing those. and mm-hmm. Or half marathons. I'm going to do a half marathon in Bath. And I'm going to do a half marathon in this city. And I'm going to go and do it. And they're quite kind of almost happy. They've kind of hit that level. And they're like, that's where I am. And maybe they'll do a full marathon. But for many, yeah. it's just like, I'm happy doing a half marathon. That's yeah, pretty much my comfort zone. Um, but you were like, you know, I did the the one distance tick, got up to the next distance tick, and then I wasn't sure if I wanted the two, the time and energy needed to achieve yeah, the next like a one up. Lifestyle once you get to the next distance. Yeah, so. and, and so that, I'm just curious then because then you're like, so then I was looking at CrossFit and the competitions, and mm-hmm. it's sort of, it's a very different approach to like how I got into CrossFit that was mm-hmm. much more instead of a gym it was like I, you know I, I was looking for, well it wasn't even for me I've told this story in the podcast before it was for my wife but yeah. anyway we were looking for you know what to do to be fit like yeah, how do we keep fit? should we join this gym should we do this class should we do that and we found CrossFit and mm-hmm. then and I only came along because she didn't want to come on her own so sure. I was like oh, I'll accompany you there and then yeah and then here we are you know four or five years later and I'm still doing it and podcasting about it so that's sort of yeah the, you know but not competing because again that wasn't really my goal going in mm-hmm. um, I love watching all the competitions again podcasting about it yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. you know I like doing reviews on different competitions and talking about them and I now consider CrossFit as like my sport yeah so um I don't watch any other sport but I will watch the Rogue Invitational and the Dubai Championships and like all yeah. of those things and the games obviously that is my sort of my sport now that I like to watch and I know who all the people are and but it still wasn't what kind of got me into being like oh I want to do this I want to compete Mm -hmm. but would you say that you've always been then kind of if I'm going to do something I'm gonna um I think when I say the competition like when I first joined triathlon I for me to stay motivated I need a goal and I found like having a race at a certain date kept me coming to the trainings four or five times a week, kept me like, you know, wrapping up in three degree weather to go for a run because I was like, well, I don't want to like punk out on this race. Like I need to get myself at that level so I can, I I think I was really worried I wasn't going to finish my first triathlon race because there's people that don't finish the races. That's true. Yeah. All the time. It's like called a DNF. And I was like, I never want to DNF against my name. So I think having like a competition, and it's more about competing with myself, like being better than I was the time before, or like just seeing the progression that really motivates me. So it's not the actual competition. I think I, why I joined CrossFit was what I what I had in my previous club was like that community and like just seeing these people constantly, you know, you, you learn about their families and their lives and their jobs and just, just having that connection, which I'd really miss kind of moving out of London. I didn't know anybody. Um and also, like, you know, being, not, being on my own, not having family or anything, it's like, how do you build a network 
Mm -hmm. Well, sports is a great way to build a network. You meet people from all walks of life, different ages, different phases, that sort of thing. That's where I find, that's why I'm kind of, because I agree with that. Yeah. But that's where I find, you know, I mean, but then you mentioned like a triathlon club that I did not even know was a, was a thing that existed here. (laughs) Yeah, there's two, actually. (laughs) There's one that's kind of like the elite people. And then there's us who have some people that compete at GB, but it's more for like fun rather for like. Other than to be like a professional athlete. <laughs> it's just, I, I feel like it's such a, I don't know. I mean, I know there are running clubs and things like that. And, and mm. I've, I've done like a run with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Former guest, Jake Brinkman. We've done a few runs together, yeah. but like that's, that's it. And it's, and it's still kind of, for me, running and, and this is running. Swimming It's like, there's no way you can talk to someone while you're swimming. <laughs> like, no, maybe when you're like at the wall writing for your yeah. next like round. But, but um. <laughs> But like for me, running it is podcast on head down, and I just run. Yeah, and I think of it, and I and I suppose like especially with starting doing it during COVID and that, like for me, it's almost you know you're you're at home all day, and I've got the kids at home, they're not at school anymore, and it's kind of like, yeah. oh, here's a you know half an hour that I can just ha- have some some time to myself. Nobody's Sometimes. asking me anything or any, and and it's like headphones on, off I go for a run. So I think of it as a very solitary activity mm-hmm. um i definitely don't think that crossfit is a solitary activity despite the fact that you're you're working on your own yeah but be just the nature of it and that you're all doing it together which i guess you are as well with a run but it seems different i get what i think it is is that like it, it's probably shorter right like crossfit maybe you'll do the warm-up you can still chat during the warm-up yeah. kind of thing um then you do the workout that's maybe 15 20 minutes mm-hmm and then again, you're kind of chatting in the cool down and you're like, so, and, and you're talking about what's just happened. And, and yeah. so, whereas like, if you're doing like a very long run, it's like 45 minutes an hour later. And then you're like, well, let's talk about how that run. Went. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's time to go home. Yeah. <laughs> it's no time to talk. So I don't think of that as a, like uh, such a, but it, it, you're right. It is. And mm. people have running clubs and things like that. But I completely get the, oh, I want to know people socially, yeah. you know, go to a CrossFit box because everybody's going to talk to you. Exactly. Well, we would do like, like we would do social runs. So you'd go for like a long run, which is like, I don't know, 8K. And then you go for a beer afterwards or something like that. So, I mean, I never did much talking in the running. I was mostly just trying to breathe and keep up with the group. But <laughs> I find that running with the group, I would notice my pace is quicker because if I'm running on my own, I get a little tired or I slow down. I don't quite realize it. But when you're with someone who's maybe pacing a yeah. bit faster than you, you kind of keep up and you just, you do better. So that was one yeah. thing I liked about it. And then you find yourself chasing them. And then yeah, it's like, basically. oh, no, this is too much. It's like, you go, I'll catch up, you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting route into, mm. into CrossFit. And, and I'm curious. I mean, I guess maybe they always did do this kind of strength and conditioning training there, um, like even beforehand. But I definitely feel CrossFit has sort of pushed that into more places where it wasn't previously does mm-hmm. that make sense so I, I do feel there are like running clubs and things like that that are incorporating functional fitness mm-hmm. that whereas maybe previously they weren't as much yeah but I definitely feel that even if they don't say it's got anything to do with CrossFit I kind of feel like it has like I think CrossFit's just made it more acceptable for people to kind of do weightlifting and, and Olympic lifting and stuff like that that yeah. previously was sort of no you do that if you're doing Olympic lifting why would you do that for anything else? Well, exactly. Whereas yeah. I feel like CrossFit sort of showed that there's a 
a good crossover of, of doing these things. Um, I mean, that might be biased on my on my part. Yeah, <laughs> being, I think it's a good mix. CrossFit. When I was doing weightlifting, like with the club, we would do, you know, the back squat and we would do deadlifting and chest press and kind of like the basic stuff with your posterior chain. But coming here, like I didn't know hand clinging or snatches or split jerking. So like learning those new skills was really exciting, but you kind of have to really dial it back and go to basics. So you get that right instead yeah. of just going straight for the heavy weights. What has been then, like, with the background that you had and the different things you had done and then coming in and finding, like, kind of Olympic lifting and, I guess, the did you do much gymnastics at all in the past or was no, that all new as well? it was so, always, like, sport. Yeah. So, definitely, I was going to say, the I would say the most challenging I'm finding is all the gymnastics stuff because that's, it's more a skill than anything and, like, you know, then you build the strength. Yeah. So. You need a lot of, like, body awareness and, and sometimes you're like... Coordination. Why am which, I not doing... I'm doing what you said right? and it's like, you're not doing it. <laughs> you think you're doing it, but look at your body. You're yeah. just waving around trying to kind of kick. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, I, I, I just was wondering what it was sort of for you, what was, like, the the thing that kind of grabbed you when mm. you came in w- within that because, obviously, you, you'd done a lot of stuff before. So yeah. I just wondered which elements were like that. Oh, this is different and exciting and I'm actually enjoying doing this yeah Yeah. um what I find really exciting is kind of like the six-week built-in like block programming Hmm. so like being able to kind of measure your progress and seeing that at the end of the six weeks if you're consistent enough that's really great and then it's almost quick enough that like you feel like you can progress significantly but then it's not too long where you're like okay well I want to do something else now and you know they kind of focus on two different skills Hmm about those six weeks that's that's really it's i find that very unique yeah yeah i mean i i think that is unique to a degree here yeah um and and i and i don't think that is the same across the board at at all crossfit and this is you know going back to what we're saying at the start like yeah um i've you know i shacks and not really all the team here they do a great job of like of the programming and this six week thing i think is good right because you yeah. I, mean, uh, I don't know any better so <laughs> well and also the way that they kind of stagger it so it's not this week you're doing all the tests yeah. and then you do the training for like six weeks and then this week you're doing all the retests that can be quite overwhelming to yeah. just do a week of max like on monday we're maxing out your back squat and then yeah. on on friday you had to max out i don't know your push press or whatever and it's like but what you'll do is maybe that that one rep max one week and then a week or two later, you'll do that one rep max for the other thing. So the kind of the six weeks aren't quite in line. Yeah. So it's more like, oh, this time you're going to retest this. And then maybe next week or the week after you'll retest another thing. And I, I do think that's really good. And um, like that's my go-to for if, you know, why don't why don't you just go to, to Pure Gym or Fitness First or mm. like pay, you know, £20 a month for your membership? Why are, you, why, are you go, why are you paying to go to CrossFit? And my kind of counter to that is always the coaching and the programming. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what you're not getting if you're just paying to use equipment that's already there. Well, yeah. What you're doing is you're paying because somebody is going for, and like you were saying, where you have to dial it back to basics. Yeah. Like you're being told that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know when you're not doing it right, you're being told that you're not doing exactly. it right and you're being told, strip the bar down, that's too heavy, you know, focus on your form. Yeah, bring it closer, bring it bring higher. Bring it closer, yeah. bring it higher, bring it faster, <laughs> slower. It's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I, I, it's interesting that you, that's kind of the, the draw no? um, yeah. to it. But yeah, I, I think... Well, I almost feel like I 
Like a lot of people are like, wow, CrossFit's really expensive. And I'm like, yeah, but it's cheaper than a personal trainer. Yeah, that's my counter every time. Yeah. Because I'm like... They don't really know what to say after that. No. Because <laughs> it, so it, like, it's... I don't have to think. I just show up. Well, I do have to think. But yeah. like I show up, I do what they tell me to, and it works. Yeah. So... I think that's the other thing that's that draws a lot of people to drew me to it as well was the kind of there's no time wasted walking around thinking what am I going to do next yeah. what should I use oh can I use it? oh no somebody's using that can I do that oh no I don't know if I want to do that it is this is what you're doing yeah. there's going to be equipment and if there's not enough equipment you're going to share or you're going to go staggered or whatever it is like they've already thought about that I haven't had to think about that yeah they've planned that uh, and it's just you know today you're going to do this and it's different from what you did yesterday and it's different from what you're going to do tomorrow it's going to yeah. be things you know but in a slightly different way and it's going to still which kind of keeps you engaged and it's still interesting yeah and then yeah you don't you don't have to think you just have to not die that is <laughs> you just all you're thinking is don't die 40 minutes yeah get through this and then i can go home yeah but I, I remember a conversation i had with ed when i when i first joined and we were still at the football club venue because i was like well you know i want to come as much as possible like can i actually come like every day and he was explaining how they would program one day to be cardio and then the next one would be Olympic lifting and then the next one would be like, you know, something else. So you could come days in a row, whereas before I would have to do like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I would need like a rest day to recover. Mm. I mean, you do need to recover here, but yeah, yeah the, the way it's structured is, is, is better, I think. Yeah. And again, it, it kind of removes that you needing to plan like, yeah. oh, I need to think about what day I should rest. It's, you know, you can yeah. pretty much... Like I've got, I don't come in on Thursdays. I can't, mm. uh, my schedule just doesn't allow yeah. from morning till evening for me to get in. Um, so I don't come in on a Thursday, but again, with the, like the way the schedule kind of flips and rotates, I'm missing one of the the sort of five things that we'll do, yeah. but it, next week it will be a different thing. So if it was a strength focus, exactly. the following week it will be a cardio one. Like it, so it's always kind of okay. Uh, and I don't need to think, oh, but am I going to, you know, oh, what, what, what do I need to do? Should I just... Do the programming, it works. Yeah. And I like that you can you can see the week ahead, like on the Watt app. Yeah, you didn't used to be able to do that. Yeah, that's what I heard actually. And I'm like, how did you plan your week before if you didn't know what was coming? Yeah. People would like um go on the Facebook group or follow oh, people's really? Instagram and they'd be waiting for someone to have like taken the picture of the whiteboard yeah. and put that up for the day. So like I mean, if you were coming in at seven o'clock, no yeah. chance. But if you were coming in in the evening, by then somebody had put up and you could like look at the whiteboard and be like oh, oh no it's <laughs> well, even then walls. you don't have much time to prepare so. yeah I, can you prepare it's un, it's unknown and unknowable that's the argument that's true, so i guess can never i don't really know prepare. i guess like if i see like a really hard session with like rowing and running like i'll drink extra water the night before and try to be like super hydrated so wow. yeah well that is a level of dedication i like to see <laughs> well that's probably from triathlon you know you gotta yeah. really like nutrition is the fourth discipline so. did you do the um there's kind of like a, a, a CrossFit buff triathlon type thing. Um, was there? That's, yeah, well, I think that's what it was called. I might be wrong now. But mm -hmm. it was, um, it's rowing, running, and burpees. Oh. And it's like. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's yeah. It, it is interesting. Why not? That's the, I want to say it was like 100 burpees, but I might be wrong. Unbroken? <laughs> well, you, well. Yeah, unbroken in the sense that you just chip through them because they're yeah, one true. section. It's not like rounds, right? So you do right, yeah, the yeah, run, yeah. you do the row, you do the burpees, or I can't remember what order it was yeah. in. Why not? But um, they've programmed it a couple of times. Have they? Yeah. 100 burpees, wow, that's pretty intense. Yeah. Some of us did 100 burpees a day during 
April in lockdown one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. I. That. You know, I heard a rumor that they were doing that in November as well. Was that a thing, or was that? Oh, I don't know. No. Okay. uh, Maybe, maybe someone is. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, All I know is that when we went into the the first lockdown, um, Rob proposed, "Let's do a hundred burpees a day for April," and it was a little bit before, and then it got to April first. And I was about to do my 100 burpees. And then I was like, this is not an April Fool, right? This is not, you've not set this up days in advance. Like, so that April 1st, I do 100 burpees. And then when I message you that I've done 100 burpees, ha ha ha, ha kind ha, of thing. Um, but no, it was not. And we did, there was a whole group of us from 8 p.m. class that did nice. every day the, the 100 burpees. It was, and it was good because it was probably the only fitnessing I was really doing yeah. during that period. Because, um, you know, we were kind of fresh into lockdown. We weren't quite prepared for what This what was, was lockdown 1.0 or was this this, this was No, this was the very first lockdown. Oh, yeah. wow. That's pretty good, though, like to be on it from that. Yeah, that's like, when that we, was were, really we were all fit back then. We hadn't, <laughs> we hadn't been locked down for a year and a half. So we, was, we still had our, <laughs> we were like hanging on to whatever fitness we had. Yeah. It quickly disappeared. You know, I will say since joining CrossFit, my burpee game has significantly improved. I feel like I actually learned how to do a proper burpee and kind of bring my legs up and like yeah. the whole action. Like, that, that, I mean, that's interesting in itself because so you you kind of you've always been doing stuff like something in and around keeping fit. Yeah. Um. What What then is the difference you've noticed, sort of like from when you started doing CrossFit to when you were just you know, do, well, when you were doing triathlons, when you were doing, what were you doing before triathlons and what was sort of your, your, um, your fitness game back then? I mean, probably just gym stuff to be fair. Like in London, there's not like much, I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah. There's but, not um, much in London. It's a no. Beautiful place. <laughs> no, I love London. Um, I, I played in, uh, the greater London softball league. Um, so that would keep me busy. We would have like a training once a week and then you'd have a game once a week and then you could do like weekend tournaments, which was like. 10 games in a weekend that was pretty full on but you know you don't have to be super fit to do that it's more it's more of a skill I guess than anything like gymnastics (laughs) well that is like you definitely have to be fit to do gymnastics but you know you're just kind of sprinting around when you play softball and stuff um but yeah probably probably just like generic park runs and gym stuff but yeah so have, have you found your fitness like is there a noticeable difference in your fitness now compared to pre-CrossFit, do you reckon? I think so, yeah. It's a different type of fitness. Like mm. when I was doing triathlons, it was more the endurance and it was those specific sports. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's, I feel like it's a more well-rounded fitness because you're working your upper body, your lower body, your cardio, your endurance, like your skills. Like it just kind of touches base on everything. I, I would say it's... Um... I would say you're more likely to notice your fitness outside of the gym, just doing stuff through CrossFit than you are from like sport specific training. Yeah. As as you said, like, yeah, I can run for, you know, I can run forever really fast. Great. And it's like, but where are you running? Are you right? When are you, well, I run when I train. It's like, okay, so you're running to practice running to be good at running, but you only run when you choose to run for your sport and exercise kind of thing. It's like, which is, you know, it, fine that's that yeah. makes perfect sense but you know it's and it's not that like you're cleaning in real life or you're uh you know back squatting loads of stuff but you are more likely to be kind of picking things up moving them from here moving them to yeah. there twisting even pulling your own body weight up and over something it's just kind of stuff that happens 
more often in life where you can be like, huh, I wonder if I could have done that pre-CrossFit. Yeah. So kind of, um, maybe you could, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the answers, but I just, uh, I'm just, I'm always curious because I, I know that like, I, I know Rochelle noticed a huge difference when she started doing CrossFit. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't uh, because looking in the mirror, I see a huge difference. It was a performance outside of the gym, being able to do things and being like, huh, this is an activity that would have left me out of breath. And now, you know, I, I can do it and I can keep going and I can, you know, ac- accomplish more kind of in, in daily yeah. activities. Yeah. Um, which to me is the, goes back to the kind of difference of the approach to CrossFit that I wasn't looking at competitions. I was just looking at how can we be fit and healthy for daily life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I probably noticed that when I went back home to Arizona a few months ago, like my parents are in their sixties and stuff and they, they actually keep fit quite a lot as well. My dad, he's actually still a faster swimmer than me. Like that was his sport growing up too. Um, my mom does like all her Zumbas and yogas and things like that. Um, but they were just switching over like house decorations and I was like helping them like lift the heavy boxes and things. And I was like, this is nice being able to do this for them. So they don't like potentially injure themselves or whatever. Um, did, did they at any point go, Megan, you've gotten so strong? <laughs> well, my dad loves, like, obviously because they live in another country, um, uh, they like to watch my social media to see what I'm up to because we do call, like, a couple times a week, but it's not the same. So they'll watch, like, when I put my CrossFit stuff up, and they're just like, what is what is, what is is 70 kgs? What is that in pounds? Like, they don't know. Oh, I'm like, I have to do even, that. We've not even gone there yet, have <laughs> we? The, the fact that you guys you know, ins- insist on using pounds. I'm pretty much fully converted to the metric system. Is that because it's a lot easier? Um, yes, I think so. I, f- I find the the imperial system is a bit more like accurate. Same thing with Fahrenheit. Like I'm converted to Celsius here, but I do prefer Fahrenheit to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you say more accurate. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I more will, specific. I will let you have more accurate potentially on like <laughs> on Fahrenheit where it's judging the temperature of something that yeah. there's a great degree of variability yeah but if it's 70 kilos it's 70 kilos right yeah, yeah, yeah. well okay it's accurate for the load <laughs> that you're being told to lift that's so true i would say that that's fine all right well let's talk about stones and then we can continue on practicality yeah, in the I british sense like I, explain to me stones where did those come I, from? I can't explain it to you <laughs> because i mentioned before i lived abroad for for 10 years and so that was 10 years of weighing myself in, in kilos anyway. Yeah. Which I much prefer because I lifted that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm lifting this weight. And I know for a fact that this is like 12 kilos heavier than I weigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very simple, very easy. And moving back to England and people always tell me their weight in, in, in stones. And I'm... I've never I had no anyone idea. say that. I have no idea. Like, oh, what? I'm 10 stone five. I'm like, what does this mean? Don't make me do math. Like, yeah. All I know is that sounds really heavy. <laughs> well, it's it's 14 pounds to a stone. So 10 stones is 140 pounds. So that's like, I don't know, 65 kilos, something like that. No, I'm sure, sure, sure it's more than that. Yeah, something don't like maybe... that. <laughs> You're going to do the math right now on your phone. He's doing math right I'm, now. No, you did math <laughs> and I think it was wrong. Okay. I'm using Google uh, well, and okay. I think it will be right. Okay, fine. <laughs> so I'm, what is it, I'm, 10... It's 14 pounds to a stone. I'm doing 10 stone. What do you want it in? In kilograms or in pounds? Let's do it kilograms. Either. So, man, you are almost spawned. 10 stone is 63. Boom. Pounds, which <laughs> I said sounds heavy. It's actually lighter than me. <laughs> yeah. 
A stone just sounds like a heavy unit. It's, yeah. it's not. A stone, that's like what? Six six kilo then? I guess. Yeah. That's Welcome random. to the <laughs> metric podcast. <laughs> with... Well, I think I, I prefer, like when I was, um when we were doing triathlon stuff, like it's, you know, we would track everything on Strava. And I much preferred to have it in kilometers because... I also have it in kilometers. Yeah, mostly because I was like, I want the higher number. I want to see 8K, not three and a half miles or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so. that's another thing that bro- I I broke yeah. again, the kind of miles, kilometers thing. So my, miles has always... Miles always made more sense to me with driving. Well, see, okay, this, this is what I don't get. How come if you guys do everything in metric, why is car stuff yeah. still in miles? I don't know. See, my this is very wrong and probably reveals too much about the way I drive. But what I like about miles is I reckon on a on a longish journey you're going to average about sixty miles an hour because yeah, you know you're, you're going to do some bits where you're going yeah like thirty and then you're mm-hmm. going to be other place where you're going seventy and I and I think you know yeah you'll get onto like the motorway and it'll be a long stretch at seventy and then you do some bits going you know through smaller areas where it's going to be like thirty forty. And I think at the end of a journey, it's kind of going to average out about 60. So I always kind of do this little calculation in my head of like, it's a mile a minute. Yeah. That's brilliant. (laughs) So that's the only reason car stuff, I like being in miles. Yeah. But if I'm running, you can guarantee that that's in kilometers. Yeah. I I need that. And I think it's less, um, (laughs) it's less intimidating when you're driving on a road and you see a sign and it says like 60 Rather than 100 then, uh, kilometers like, uh, an hour. Because I know, like, in Italy, all the, the, yeah. the, the autostrada, it's 130. Yeah. You're, like, driving down the road and there's a sign saying 130. Like, that just sounds really fast. Yeah, it does sound really fast. But I guess if you're, like, if you're going to convert, like, I guess it just converts in your head. And yeah. It's not that and It's not that fast at all, yeah. actually. But, yeah. Who knew this is where this podcast was going to go? <laughs> compare the differences well, i hope people enjoyed our crossfit chat yeah. <laughs> um i suppose i know you've got a bit of an injury at the moment so yeah. you're kind of you're sitting out of your crossfit training at the moment yeah i can't wait to get back to get back yeah uh have you got any goals so you're going to be back in the new year yep so why not let's ask now have you got kind of goals for next year um i really want to master like the strict pull-ups that yeah. would be great i can do the under ones fine but like i want to do the proper ones without a band so I was able to do them a couple of years ago, but then just didn't keep up with that. And then you lose it. So I want to get back to that. I'd love to master like a handstand. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely going to work on my double unders. I can get a few of them, but like I'd love to do like consistent ones. Um, I think a big one for my deadlift and my back squat is I, I really want to hit that 100 kilos. I'm really close. I think yeah. I, I stopped like 85 um, so yeah, that would be really great to finally get over a <laughs> hundred. Well, I suppose, I mean, they're all very like reasonable goals. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? I, I, they're which, smart, you know? Yes. Small, specific. Sp- yes. Specific. Yeah. Achievable, realistic, yeah. that kind of there thing. There was an episode with, um, Dan Lihore, I think it's the city. I, I remember yeah. tr- struggling to pronounce it when he was on. Um, and we talked all about smart goals. Oh yeah. I think I it's used- in the episode title. <laughs> so if you're wondering what we're talking about. He explained it a lot better than I can. Yeah. Um, no, but but again, that's something I really... I think that's an, another thing where CrossFit is like... It's kind of... You, you do get these... You've got these little goals and you get to tick off these little boxes progressively as you go compared to like running where you're like, well, now I can run 5Ks. Well, now the next goal is 7 or 8 yeah. or 10. It's kind of like, okay, I'm running a bit further, but it doesn't 
feel like maybe then when you hit 10 and then maybe when you hit like a half marathon or full marathon, like they're big goals. But the idea of it being like, I just want to do a pull up. Yeah. Tick, you know, double unders. I can do some double unders. I'd like to do some consistent double unders. Tick. Like they're not. And then obviously after pull ups, you kind of progress even further. Like, oh, I want to be able to do chest to bar pull ups. Yeah. So I want to be able to do a muscle up is like right there at the top. But it's, it's all kind of the same progression path. It is. You're just climbing up this and then the same with like the double unders or you know weights like weights are a great one because you can pr all the time well not yeah, all the time but it's like 1.25 <laughs> yeah you're like this it's was my previous weight and then you kind of be like well i'd like to be able to do this at body weight oh i can do it at body weight now i'd like to do it at you know 1.5 times body weight and at double my body weight. like you get yeah all these little goals that you can kind of tick off across you know through and that motivates you to keep going back as well it does yeah, yeah. Because if you, if you make something like, you know, like if you're trying to lose weight and like, I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, you got to lose that first pound and then you can lose the next pound. And then that's how you build up. Yeah. Like the more goals you have mm-hmm. at the same, not like you've got so many goals, but you've got like a number of different things that kind of cover a variety. So you might be like, oh, you know, I, I've kind of plateaued at, at my strength on lifting certain weights. It's like, well, that's because, you know, you've, you, maybe you've leaned down, you've gone a bit lighter and look, you've doubled the number of pull-ups you can do. Yeah. So yes, you're, you know, you've plateaued perhaps on the barbell, but have you seen that that's actually because you're, you've progressed on another area that's sort of requires a different skill set almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to kind of be able to look at that big, you know, the big picture and be like, well, I'm still progressing. Yeah. But instead of just focusing on one element that maybe you're not progressing in at that time. Yeah, well, progress isn't always linear. Like, that's a yeah, very definitely overused. Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, especially with women, probably, um, it's like, depending on we are where we are in our cycle, like, the different phases and stuff, it's really easy to, like, have a PE one week and then the next week not even be able to lift half of that. And so uh, a thing that I've learned that's been really useful is you kind of compare your week one of one month to your week one of the next month and kind of see where you are with that. So, like, yeah. week one and week four are probably not going to be the same week no. but week one and, and week one yeah. yeah oh yeah it's clever mm. yeah it's really good Smart. it's really changed up my game because you kind of beat yourself up you're like i did three pull-ups last week i can't even do one what's wrong with me yeah it's like well you're just in a different phase so yeah yeah and i mean like we i think we said this with fan the other the other week it was like you know no day no day is the same so you're going to come in one day where you've had mm-hmm. the best sleep the perfect nutrition yeah you know pretty chill day before you've come into train the weather's good and you absolutely smash the workout and the next day it was like overslept was late to work didn't <laughs> you know didn't have a good day got yelled at by my boss super stressed come in oh amazingly my workout wasn't as good as the other day mm. like, well that's probably got nothing to do with your workout actually it's yeah, everything else in life <laughs> And then you have the days where everything goes wrong and you absolutely smash your right work out. Because you're so furious. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know. You just never know until you, you get there and do it. Yeah. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, great. This will be one of those ones where I listen back and I'm like, where did we go with this? <laughs> is there anything what? that we missed? Or you oh, probably to... loads of stuff. I'll get you back on. We'll do another one. Yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah. This is super fun. Yeah. You'll become like a regular Sort of, we'll be like, let's check in with Megan. Right, <laughs> what's happening with the American? Yeah, how's the shoulder? Still bad? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's getting better. It's It's been great, actually. There's a, a new member here, um, Deshaun, who you should definitely bring on. Um, and I met him through my triathlon club, Strength for Endurance, because he worked with the gym owner then. 
he's now since taken over that space and has his own business there. And he's really fantastic um, with rehabilitation because he um, broke his leg um, and he's kind of like come back from that like super strong. So I actually went to go see him and he gave me like a program to like rehabilitate myself. So, yeah. yeah. I think we're all doing programs to rehabilitate some <laughs> part of our body at the moment. So um, Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> but it's not because... They're problems that we probably had before CrossFit. And then yeah. Now they just... I'm not a spring chicken anymore, you so know. you got to be careful. Like. Yeah. Well, it's just that there's that classic of like, oh, CrossFit gets you injured. It's like, no, you probably got an injury and CrossFit has revealed that you've got this injury that you well, didn't yeah. You know, yeah. know about. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think what I did was um, injured my thumb... And then I wasn't gripping properly um, and like I just didn't tape it or whatever. And then overextended because I wasn't gripping properly. That's how, that, that's how we think it happened. But oh, right. okay. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Mine I know is just from multiple car accidents. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, as I said, I lived abroad. Yeah. Where did you live abroad? <laughs> I lived in Italy, which is oh, explained okay. of the course, yeah. 130 kilometers and the multiple car accidents. Not my Beautiful. fault. <laughs> On that record, I got hit a couple of times and I was in a car. So don't worry. It wasn't okay. like... Well, I, say I got hit my car got hit with me yeah, inside i don't know which one would be worse though <laughs> well i think me not being inside a car and getting hit would have probably been the worst bit <laughs> yeah fair enough okay <laughs> then okay. i think there would have been serious shoulder injuries <laughs> <laughs> right well Megan, thank you very much for coming on um thank you everyone who listened just uh this is you know getting to know new members That's, yeah it's uh, been super great and you know you made the classic mistake of saying hello to me and <laughs> which people know if you if you engage at all you're gonna get asked to be on the podcast that's my well, joke's on you i love to talk so <laughs> right well we'll we'll get you a your own mic and you can come and join as a okay. regular co-host you've probably got more interesting questions than i have okay i'll, I'll interview you next time then oh okay well it was nice having you on for your one and only appearance on the podcast. <laughs> <Just> kidding, <no. laughs> all right well thank you everyone i hope you've enjoyed uh, another one of these i know next i actually already know who's going to be on next week as well so we're going to have another member but um it will be not a new member, but a quite long-serving member of CrossFit Buff. Oh, so nice. uh, get ready for that. Okay, so uh, see you all next week. And thank you once again, Megan. Cool, thank you so much. <laughs>